Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Drunk's Beer Review. Uh, my name is Ray. Uh, I have another show on here uh, called the Athletic Definition on Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, you usually know me by Coach Ray Z, but today I'm just Ray. Uh, this is usually co-hosted with my friend Ty. However, he had a family emergency with his son, so he's playing uh, daddy duties, and he said he's going to try and see if he could somehow hop in. Um, nothing major, just, uh, you know, kids will be kids, and he has to spend some time in the emergency room. And so today, uh, what we were going to do is we were going to review a uh, a beer called Culture Vulture, and uh, that's still going to be the plan. Uh, so I didn't really have a chance to research it too much, uh, but I'll just give a little bit of background from what Ty told me. Um, I know this is a, a Black-owned brewery in uh, South Central, and they kind of teamed up with a brewery in Covina uh, called Arrowhead Lodge. And that brewery is located at, let's see here, uh, 720 East Arrow Highway, Unit C. And by they're not sponsoring us at all whatsoever. Uh, just want to give good information. And uh, let's see here. The beer is a New England styled IPA with guava, uh, El Dorado, bird pick tea. And it's uh, got a little bit more information and then I'll go ahead and show it to you. And on this show, besides beer, we also talk about working out. So this beer is 7% uh, alcohol. Uh, I really like the picture. I'm assuming they were a Spider-Man fan because uh, it looks like the Scarecrow from Spider-Man. Let me go ahead and uh, pull out the can. And uh, typically what we do is uh, we get we try and get some running in or working out before and, uh, we talk about our workout. Uh, Ty's been having uh, some knee issues. And so uh, I'm going to show him... Uh, some of the workouts that I've been doing, uh, it's called ATG. And uh, I think for this whole week, we've been having a summit. So it's cool. I get to basically do Zoom meetings with some of the best coaches in the world. And uh, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, he's the co-host to the Mark Bell podcast, who Mark Bell is a, he's a big legend in fitness. And it was very cool meeting him. A very nice guy, very helpful. Uh, gave us a lot of good tips and, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, show you a bunch of different stuff that I have at home uh, that you could do to work out. And then at the same time, I will re review the beer. And let me go ahead and pull out the beer. So as I mentioned, I think Spider-Man's coming out too. But uh, this is the can right here. And, uh, I, you know, I need to brush up on my comics, but I believe there was a Vulture character in Spider-Man and... That's like one of my favorite characters, so I should know better. But I don't really watch too much TV because I spend all my time working out. I haven't even seen the last Avenger movies, even though I really uh, love comics. Uh, so one thing that we said here that we're going to do is always try our beer in a cold mug. So I keep my mugs in the freezer. And let me go ahead and pull that out here. All right. And then while I, I pour it... Uh, you know, we usually start off the show with talking about working out. So on Sundays is when I do my long run because I'm currently training for a Los Angeles Marathon. It'll be my 15th consecutive Los Angeles Marathon and my 55th total marathon. Um, really looking forward to that. I plan to do that one until the day I die. Uh, and I'm also waiting uh, as I pour it to let the head go a bit as well. And uh, I know that during COVID, a lot of people just kind of build a home gym. Prices went up on a lot of equipment. Uh, there's a lot of cool equipment that you could do, uh, you can buy. Uh, I'll show you a bunch of stuff that I, I had prior to COVID and I stuff, stuff I bought during COVID. Um, some of it's more effective than others. And, and some of the stuff, you just buy it because it's good to add variety to your workout. If you have kids too, you definitely don't want them to get bored. It'll, it'll happen help them uh, be more entertained. Uh, I don't have it here with me yet, uh, but it's called an agility ladder. I have one, but I don't have it here with me. I think most people know what it is. Uh, they're good. You know, some people may say, depending on what sport you're doing, 
It may not even have no purpose in your training. But as I mentioned, sometimes it's just about having fun or you're not going to want to keep working out. Uh, another good option to that is one of these, uh, they're hex rings. They're, they're pretty much like an agility ladder, uh, but you could break them up into different different uh, like, uh, shapes. And I have two sets of these, so then you could kind of combine them. And then with agility ladder, it makes it even more fun. Uh, the other one I have is, I, I don't think most people have heard of this one. It's called uh the webby agility trainer and it's basically like an agility ladder but it goes in a big circle and this was created by a, a, a former fighter in the ufc um and uh so far the people that i've seen training with it they seem to be doing more boxing with it uh football soccer uh, but there, there's a special drill technique that he he developed because most people don't use their hips a lot and uh this is a a very cool one it kind of opens up big so next time i i got to do one uh in the open area and uh, uh i love boxing i used to box before so if you have someone else you you would need some uh, boxing gloves which i have and then some focus mitts uh, with focus mitts the other person holds it for you great workout uh, makes it fun uh, very entertaining and these are here these are these are pretty inexpensive depending on where you buy them um, and they're double-sided and I, for, I forget what they're called but they're you could do push-ups with these so one side's like for the floor and one side's for the carpet and you could it makes it really easy to slide so you can do push-ups this way or this way and uh very inexpensive uh i bought these at ross so i, I got them cheaper I have two different types of bands. These these bands are good if you're gonna be traveling, go to a hotel, because they're, they're pretty thin, they wrap up. But you know, you can do a lot of good workout with these. And then there's the more thicker bands. These are called the Serious Steel, and I have different versions of these. But these, uh, same thing, I guess they're a little bit more harder to pack. Uh, these are actually two different ones but these are good because you can you know if depending on the size of your house if you happen to have an olympic bar or maybe some kettlebells you can tie these and then they give you the resistance that you normally don't work uh, so those are great as well and if you're like into jujitsu or judo you tie it to a pole and you can work like like you're pulling kind of takedowns so uh, those are real handy for that uh, but as I mentioned, these are thinner, and I have different uh, variations of these. They come in like uh, the length is the same; it's just the strength. So, and these ones are called TKO. And then uh, this one's more of a recovery tool, but it's a baseball, and you can lay on it on your back, on your neck. Uh, it's really helpful. Uh, I like to just put it on the bottom of of uh, when I worked in the cubicle life for like 15 years, take off your shoe, make sure your feet don't stink because you want to be a, a good uh, coworker. And then uh, you just kind of roll your foot back on it, back and forth. And it, it, it really helps. Uh, it can help you. A lot of people start getting, let's see if I can remember the name of it right now, but it's really painful. Uh, it slips my mind. Uh, this right here, this is a chain. Uh, tied to a belt and then what you do is it just goes around you and then you do your dips on this so it adds uh, more weight when you're doing dips uh, that's what i use it for uh, i can't remember how much this one was maybe maybe 30 dollars i bought that one on amazon uh, this is a uh, for sprinting and it's a parachute so uh, basically, you, you, know, you, you kind of strap it to yourself or to, you know, I train people. So you put it, you put it on there and then when they run, it gives them resistance. Also, good way to break out the workouts, variety. Um, and for the cubicle life, I had a couple of these as well, just to work on your grip. And if you do jujitsu, you're always, or judo, you're always uh, wanting to, your grip strength so the, these come in handy as well um, 
And then, of course, I love basketball and, and football. And if you're going to have a ball, which I have a basketball as well, you're going to need a pump. So a pump definitely comes in handy. And then these take up, if you're traveling, uh, no space, but they're great. A jump rope. Uh, and you can pretty much use them anywhere. I know I got I got I could go on and on with all the little fitness stuff I have. These are uh, yoga ropes. Um, I don't really use these anymore because of the ATG training that I do. We train a lot of ligaments, and it's so that you don't have to spend all the uh, stretching. Now these, they're the Olympic rings, and you can go and tie them anywhere. These are, they have all kinds of different prices. They vary. These are pretty strong. Uh, let's see. The name is like Mo Mayoya. And I, I think I got those on Amazon because my friend who does a lot of calisthenics, uh, he uses those rings and he said they're good. So I bought the same ones. And then this is always good, especially some people still don't want to go to the gyms. Uh, and you, uh, a lot of parks, at least where I live in California, they have like those uh, uh, little workout machines, but it's all your own body weight. So this is a vest. This one is maybe like 12, 12 pounds, uh, something like that. Fits really comfortable. So it's great to go hiking, jogging, just, you know, shadow boxing, switch it up. Um, so that's very helpful as well. And then... Some people like to go walking with these. Uh, they're one pound. I like to shadow box with these. They're kind of like uh, gloves, but you just put them on like that. And they, they replicate a glove, but it's more fitted, kind of more boxing style. Those are pretty nice as well. And then I know I have mentioned these before, but, uh, a medicine ball. I have three, four different weight sizes. Uh, these are really good. You could do all kinds of workouts. I'm going to have to do a demonstration with uh, more space outside. I do have a few on my Instagram. And uh, let me go ahead and show you the beer. All right. So I really like the color. It looks uh, very tasty. Let's see how You know, from reading the review, I was expecting it to be really hoppy and and bitter, but it's not. I I, I could get a taste of like the fruit, uh, and I think it's a guava. And I'm not really, yeah, it does. I'm not really a big fan of that, but you can you can taste it, and it tastes pretty good. So. Um, Thank you everybody for joining and listening in. Uh, I see John just hopped on. And so as I was mentioning, uh, Ty had a family emergency, nothing major. He's going to try and see if he could hop on. As we all know, uh, the emergency rooms take forever, but uh, it's just like a, a, a giant toe stub that the swelling won't go away on his son. So uh, as far as I know, nothing major, but uh, unfortunately he can't make it. But he's going to try and come on in. So next, I am going to demonstrate these. Um, these are, I'm going to say, probably the, the least known workout tools that people have seen uh, that I'll be. Uh, uh, Stephanie from Fireside, a lot of people know her here. Uh, she gave me a great idea. So I'm going to be actually showing you how to do uh, workouts uh, with zero equipment for the next three months and, and see what kind of a. Uh, see what kind of results uh we can get and uh john's john welcome to the show how are you doing ray my friend how are you doing this evening my friend i'm doing good i'm just kind of uh doing a little show and tell uh you know ty kind of told me late notice uh about a little family emergency but i figured i'm gonna review the beer like we had planned and so, oh, uh, and it was a good one. I was lucky enough to actually uh, uh, take down a couple of pints of that when I was in California last. Uh, I was 
unable to bring it back here with me, which I'm really disappointed about because my fridge is only full of space dust right now. So I'm a little heartbroken. <laughs> well, John, I wouldn't be too heartbroken with space dust. Uh, that, uh, really maybe, yeah, maybe not heartbroken, but it definitely um, pulls me away from the uh, the the subject at hand. If now, uh, I was mentioning this character looks like a the bad guy from Spider Man. Do you know if it has any influence to to him? Yeah, I am almost one hundred percent convinced that uh, they they base that off of the Vulture from Spider Man. But I, when I first saw that, I started to do a dive into that, but I do not have any definitive information. So let's hold that one back for for a little bit. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dive because I am your resident geek, obviously. And uh, more than happy to, to to pry the mysteries behind some of these odd names that people keep calling their beers. And as actually, uh, so this beer is called uh, Culture Vulture. As I was looking it up, there seems to be more than one Culture Vulture. Uh, so it could be different breweries. They may have it because of the can that I saw, it had it written on it. I uh, did not even have that character, so oh, yeah, no, I I, I lucked out that as well. I actually did hit that particular culture vulture when I was in California last uh, last week. So, um, I, 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 I honestly, I got to to be straight with you, Ray. Like, I don't really find this to be a groundbreaking beer. It's. Uh, it's good. I would certainly not turn away, and I appreciate its attempt at being like a high ABV and trying to be um, like IPA and things. But that there's there's really nothing in the palate, at least, that stands out to me. That there's nothing there that um, that makes me leap out of my seat and say, "Oh my God, we have to go buy a half keg of this shit right now," you know. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll kind of do a recap of what I thought. I thought from what I read, it was going to be very hoppy, tasty. I'm not a big fan of guava, and you can taste the guava. Uh, however, it's not like overwhelming. And, and overall, I'm going to say it, it is good, but probably that I'm not sure if I would be like, oh, it's out. Let me make sure I grab another pack of this. I also wanted to say hello to, hopefully I don't mess up your name. Is it is it Mago? Mayo? Hello, Ray. Did you forget me? No, I see, I, I know you from a couple ah. other uh, social media places, but I thought you go by Maria. Oh yeah, but there's so many Maria, so I changed my name. Okay, I was gonna be like, hmm. How you yeah, doing? I think and welcome I to the show. I want to know how this working. So I saw you are here. So I am here trying to learn. I see it. So I will be here quiet. See what's. Oh, okay. Well, welcome uh, to Fireside. Uh, so this is a, I have more than one show on here. I have uh, two shows. Uh, I have a show uh, co-hosted with my friend Ty, who is not here today. He had a little family emergency. And that's every other Monday at 8 p.m. And then I have a show every Thursday and Friday, and that one's more about fitness, and that's at 6 p.m. Pacific time zone. Uh, this week, I will not be able to do it at that time. I'm going to reschedule because I'm going for another certification. And uh, once I can figure out the schedule, I will announce the times. But uh, this one is we just kind of talk about the beer. We, we let you know ahead of time what beer we're going to get, if you can get it then you could drink it with us and tell us what you think. Uh, we usually work out before, and then we talk about what type of workout we had. And while we're doing that, we just drink beer and kind of hang out and just go over the beer. So welcome and uh, welcome to Fireside. John, uh, I know you had a pretty busy day today. Did you have a chance to work out at all today? No, my friend, I did not. I uh, I literally got home from work. I, I left at uh, 6 o'clock this morning. I got home a 
about two hours ago. I haven't even had a shower yet. Like, so my, uh, my workout routine for this week was that I was dropped off $1,400 in, um, in food content. And I had to lift and shuffle and lift and shuffle for about two hours straight. So I got my workout in, it just wasn't on a bike and it certainly wasn't on my feet or, well, it was on my feet, but I had to hurt myself a lot more than I wanted to. <laughs> yes, uh, something about physical labor at work versus, you know, like some people would call it working out. Some people would call it, you know, fun, uh, you know, hanging out. Some people, like when they go play, like when I go play basketball with my friends, some people would call it working out. I, I call that hanging out. Same thing when you go biking or running, I'm, I'm hanging out with people or trying to. Oh, no. Yeah, I absolutely get it. It's, it's the same thing with me as like, you know, I, I spend 60 hours of my week on my feet and hustling and shuffling. So when the weekends come around and my friends are all, you know, my, my friends who have the nice office jobs are like, you want to go out and hike with us or you want to go out and do the Ironman challenge? And my response is, We can talk about that later. Yes. <laughs> but could be worse. And uh, that being said, um, you know, as I've expressed to you, Ray, like I've, I've gone through many years of hard labor. And so my knees, my lower back, they're a little bit shot. And for the most part, I typically stick to cycling as, as my source of exercise and um, kind of keeping myself on track. Um, and I am just now back to work full time as a chef and part of my, my creed to myself for now until it gets too cold to do so is that I'm going to be cycling to and from work every day, which is going to put, uh, 20 miles solid every day. Is, is that one way or, or the round trip? Uh, round trip. I, I'm, I mean, I guess you could probably call it about 25, but if you're pairing that up on top of, you know, 10 to 12 hours being on your feet and literally hustling and squatting and moving heavy objects and things like that. So I'm, I'm trying to rethink my professional work life as an opportunity to work out, if that makes any sense. Oh no, it does. It it does, and and I know a lot of people have uh, issues with their knees and their back, and and uh, that's why the type of workouts that I do is especially for that. So uh, I'm, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Stephanie gave me that idea that I I should do it, and I'm like, maybe have people, you know, that have issues like that. We could do uh maybe like for. A month or two kind of come up track it let us know how you're feeling and it'll be kind of an interactive results to see if uh we can get some improvements in uh those little issues that people have dude honestly i would be all over that um like i because of the work life that i live um the opportunities for being able to go to gyms and things like that they're pretty limited you know like i i work during the hours when most people are being serviced, which means by the time I'm off work, there's not really a whole lot left. So, um, yeah, trying to expand that out to people like me who work when everybody else is relaxing or sleeping, I think would be a great thing. Well, let's, let's find a way to bring people like me into that fold because Bray, I would, honestly really like to take better care of myself but i have no idea where to start. well you know i'm glad you mentioned the gym uh this is uh the place to say things that ruffle feathers and a lot of people at the gyms are not properly trained uh i've worked at many different gyms a lot of people who are like the head trainers are better salesmen than trainers and it's Unfortunately, yeah. about sales than anything else, 
and uh, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm I'm not interested in the gym life. I'm I'm interested in taking better care. Oh no, I I, I hear you. I hear you. And uh, uh, I'm pushing for gyms to get more more different equipment that's more effective as well. Because if you're gonna spend money, it's either you could get it at home and and save the money and and learn how to do it. Or you can go to the gym and spend money for equipment that doesn't even do the job. Um, so I, I'm actually going to show three pieces of equipment you won't find at the gym. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, so I train in the ATG system and it's catching on. I mean, you know, right now there's like at least 30 professional athletes training the system i i don't know if i'm allowed to say what who they are or not but um so this is called monkey feet and uh by the way as i mentioned nobody is here sponsoring me so this is all just information i'm providing it's just so, your own personal go-to yeah so monkey feet is uh i think maybe about 80 dollars right with and and so what you do is Get a small one. Uh, goes like this, right? And then this straps to your foot. And so, basically, the, the one of the main difference between elite athletes and just normal human beings is their hip flexor. Uh, see if I could. It's right here. So with this, all you do is you lift your leg like this, and you're it's it's working it. And then you turn around, and then you lift your leg the opposite way. In the gym, there'd be a giant padding uh, preventing you from being able to lift all the way. So they have a leg extension machine, but it, it's not even a fully effective. This is free weight. It's way more effective, and you can do way more different things. It, it, and it costs you way less than a leg machine. Um, the, the other so that's one, really interesting me uh, to, to me, uh, in particular, like, like given the fact that I work... Um, like uh, upcoming like 60 hours a week is, is pretty much my average right so i have very very little time at home um so i'd be really interested to hear from you about the better ways that people who are running schedules like me like how can we take care of ourselves at home because like I have my free weights here and, and don't get me wrong. Like when I'm sitting here watching movies, when I'm winding down at the end of the night, so I'm sitting here, I'm lifting weights. Um, I'm doing a couple of, of exercises and thing and things, but um, there's, I don't know how to put this. Um, I work so many hours a week. I do not have the opportunity to devote myself to my physical well-being, which I'm sure you'll agree is like that is a freaking American disease, like right across the board. None of us really soak into this and, and know how to take care of it. Um, I'm, I'm curious to pick your brain about better ways to take care of ourselves for those of us who are working like, you know, you know, 60 plus hours a week, you know, how, how do we deal with that? And I think that's a great, like, if you wouldn't mind, I know he had to get a, a hold of me off of this. I would love to get a link for that. But um, if you can throw that down to the fortune cookie for other people, I, I think it would be um, overwhelmingly <laughs> positive. God knows I'm going to copy it. <laughs> uh, that That is a, a million dollar question right there, John. And and you're right. And it's almost like a, the system is set up for us not to be able to take care of us ourselves health wise. Uh, you know, I, coming from cubicle life for the last 15 years, working in the bank where it was more about getting that sale than anything else it wasn't about hey why don't you go work out are you okay instead it would be rewarding us with the uh, gatorades and and sugar uh and and i'd be always the one fighting like hey where's the healthy stuff where's just, this? Where's yeah, that? not the way to go yeah no. and uh 
that you know that question is is so difficult because it varies. You know, there's the people that are single, there's the people that are married, have kids. Uh, so that that is a really I'm gonna say it's kind of like on a case by case basis because you know for me I have kids but they they don't live with me so when I would get off work it, it would be a different situation uh, for other people but at the same time I could have just been like the typical person and go home and just drink and 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 very easily become more depressed than I was you know uh, before I because. And like, uh, you know, my whole 20s, it was like party and drink and party and drink and work out here and there. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm working out the whole time or anything like that. And uh, we have a request to speak. So let's see here. And uh, welcome to the stage. Uh, I don't want to mispronounce your name. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Welcome. Hi, Ray. Uh, this is Baskar here. Uh this is my first day on this app, so I'm just curious. And I saw you speaking in another room, so I thought you were a you're a pro here, <laughs> or I, I'm not sure. Would <laughs> you you'd run many? Okay, well, welcome to Fireside. Uh, this is one of my shows. Uh, it's co-hosted by my friend Ty, who's unavailable today. Uh, John here is also a creator, uh, and. Uh, I would say that everyone listening in in the studio is a uh, uh, like a normal. We're like one big happy family. Uh, we're not that that big yet, uh, but uh, basically this show right here is about fitness and working out. Uh, and I do a beer review show with my friend. And uh, so, what we do is we tell you ahead of time what beer we're going to drink. That way, if you like drinking beer, you can join us. Let us know what you think. And uh, this week we're reviewing uh, Culture Vulture IPA. And uh, we believe in earning your beer. So you work out and whatever you do, running, uh, cycling, and then come <laughs> tell us about your workout. Uh, I did not you run or cycle all so, this week. However, the work that I put into my real work, I think justified this beer. I, I'm sorry, Basker. I didn't mean to cut cut you off, but that was just a hilarious segue right there. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I don't want to mispronounce it. Is it uh, Baskar or you got it right, John? Baskar. Baskar, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and thank you so much for joining up, and welcome to Fireside as. Uh, Thank you. And that was helpful, uh, Ray, for giving me an update on what this room is all about. Thank you. Oh, sure. No problem. And then I have a, a another show Thursday and Friday at 6 p.m. And that's usually typically an interview show. And that's where it's all about my guest who is a fitness. This is kind of more laid back because we get to uh, drink beer and just kind of talk about that. Uh, the other tool that I was going to mention that I've never seen at any gym and I've worked at four is the slam board. And this oh, right here oh, oh, oh. is good just to stand on. I would say that most people are so tight in their calves and lower legs. That if you stand on it just for a minute. Buddy, come you know, work on come, come work with me in a professional kitchen for one week. And you will feel those calves. Ah, so what you need to do is release the the stress on those calves because they're tight. They're and this, this. So this was what it does. It, but after once you start loosening it up, then you can start doing uh, squats on it. And doing squats like this, it's kind of like your feet are like this. It's not the typical like this. So, and then you, you start standing this way over it and then you put with weights and then it starts lengthening and strengthening you. Cause we're all, as we get older, we start hunching over and everything starts getting tight. So we got to length, for, especially from all the sitting. So 
we we gotta lengthen it back up. That's why. Holy I also like crap, Ray! Because I think I think you mentioned it earlier. Push-ups. Since you start high school, since you start like looking at the first magazine, probably the first thing you do is learn maybe a push-up, maybe bench pressing. So nothing, and this goes for women too. It's like we're always just this way, this way, this way. These bands, you do them this way, the opposite. So that as we get older, we stop going like this and we go back to this. So you, this is what it's great for, you know, these, these little bands that you would think, oh, they're useless, but I love these bands. And then the tibialis is something that no one trains. It causes a lot of issues. And this thing is pretty expensive, uh, but I can tell you that uh, one of the guys from the Dodgers is training this system, and he loved it so much, he, he bought it for the whole Dodgers. And it is called, uh, this is a tibialis. And so it works for your the lower part where it's all deceleration, uh, and then John, hey, you mentioned root. standing on your feet. All, all yeah. these combined is will make you feel better in the long run. What's uh, what was that particular instrument called? That one is called a. Uh, uh, okay, so that one is from uh, the Home Guys. I, I believe they're in Australia. They're kind of expensive. That one's like about two hundred and twenty dollars. They're handmade, and it takes them about a month to make it. Uh, but very, very, very sturdy. There's another guy called the Tid Bar, and he sells them for about ninety dollars. And uh, would would you have now, any suggestions for our listeners who are um, a little bit more on a tight budget? I might or might not be asking this for myself. <laughs> oh yes, so. What I'm planning to do is demonstrate how you can work out the same muscles without any equipment. So the program that I'm planning to demonstrate is called the zero program. Which yes. Zero equipment. So then as you get stronger and you feel the difference and you're going to be like, wow, well, if I feel this good, what if I did invest in this little contraption here? It's up to you if you want to do it. If just by doing it without any of these contraptions, me, I'm trying to get to a different athletic uh, level. Uh, but just for the average person without weights, you're, you'll feel like a like 20 years younger because it, it's just amazing how like I don't wake up in pain because everything I was doing was kind of running me down, you know, jujitsu, running, basketball, uh, boxing. And it would, you know, it was oh, taking a toll. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it, it takes the wind out of you. It really does. And, uh, I, I used to be way more health conscious and way more involved than I am right now, but I'm, I'm now finding myself at a point that I really want to get back into it. Um, but the, uh, I don't know how, how to put this lightly, the, the elitist mindset that comes behind it um, is a little bit of a turnoff for me. So uh, trying to find people who talk about self-care and, and physical health on, on a more grounded level, that's what's a, attracting me right now, you know? No, I, 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 I do understand that because, uh, a lot of people like to compare and that, that, uh, it doesn't help anybody. You know, some people like to try and compare themselves starting off running to me. And I'm like, well, I've been running for 15 years. You can't compare chapter one to chapter 15. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, by, by you just trying to compare, the only way you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Like when I run a marathon, I'll make personal bets against my friends, like who, a couple friends that we've been doing it for years, like just who's going to pay for buffet. But besides that, it's against my time. I'm trying to beat me. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
I'm my worst critic. I'm my worst enemy. And uh, when I when I run, it's to try and beat my previous time every single time. Not anybody else, unless I made a bet for food. And that's a whole different story. Right. It's a good one to tell, though. Definitely. Um, oh, oh yeah. But yeah, so, no, it's it's it, it, that that hits hard for I I think a lot of us, at least for me, Ray. Like I um, if I can be a little bit vulnerable with everybody here for a moment, um, the the struggles of what we've all been through in the last few years has kind of screwed us all up in a lot of ways. And I'm trying to get back to that point where I start to openly and uh, with great vengeance <laughs> um, take care of my, my personal health, you know? And I think that's something that I think we've all lost a lot of in the last um, year or so. What are your thoughts on that? No, I agree. And um, actually, I'm, I'm going to say it's been more than that. Something about the the luxuries of, of living in this country and the conveniences has, has made us all like not, not take our health. Uh, I want to say we were taking it for granted uh, because a lot of people you know, it's sad. I, I was hiking in Hollywood to the Hollywood sign and I hear uh, a guy and a girl and another guy hiking and he, he's talking to his friends saying, yeah, I went to the doctor and I told him I came hiking and I couldn't breathe. And so he gave me some, some, some pills to help with my lower my cholesterol. And I'm like, well, f first I'm not a doctor. However, what you need is to go up there more. And the more you go up there, the more accustomed you'll get to that breathing. You don't need pills. You just need to go up there more. But who am I to go against the doctor? That's just my opinion of, you know, working out for, I don't know. How oh, God, Artis. So now you're tapping into some really questionable areas, which which I do want to talk about, but maybe not in this show, um, is, is that, you know, oh, God, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet. I, I, I think that is a whole other show in itself, and I'll talk to you about that later. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do, man, I, I have been struggling with my own physical health for the last few years, and specifically the last 18 months have been incredibly difficult. And a lot of that has to do with the fact of me being a, a COVID long hauler. Like I, I am still dealing with effects from my infection from over a year ago. And I, I think we're entering a round where you can't, you can't group people into a certain mindset or experience because none of none of them have the same one, you know? So it's, uh, but that's, that's a whole different conversation. No, I mean, uh, I wish more people, you know, I'm not saying it's going to stop anybody from getting COVID, but I wish more people were talking about just being healthy and, and, uh, kind of like the way they're politicizing, uh, vaccination they should politicize just getting healthy and give employers oh, time give, em, dude, give actually, employers I really time to their employees to go work out oh, I feel like it needs to be mandatory at this point I really do it it um and this is something that's common in you know European business culture structures is that they expect you to take time for yourself to go and take care of yourself. And I don't know, there's a, there's a, there's a contrast between the American dream and the American expectation. I think. I also uh, believe that um, martial arts should be taught in school. Uh, you know, how they teach Batman or volleyball and, uh, 
I also believe that if you're a police officer, you should be mandatory to take uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's just no way that... I also think you should be mandatory to take a psychological evaluation. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. But uh, overall, I'm going to say uh, that's probably one of the toughest jobs that we have right now in the United States. So uh, my hat's off to them. Uh, I have family who are in law enforcement. I've also been mistreated by law enforcement, but that's one of the most difficult jobs. Uh, I wish I had a better solution to all the issues we're having here right now. Um, I think that's yeah, a huge that's a tough thing job. for you to openly state that. And I, I really appreciate that. The, the, the fact that um, you're willing to, to give them props because so like, it's, like I have a lot of friends in law enforcement and I understand how difficult this field is right now, specifically right now, and um, and how hard it is for them to move forward and to make positive changes in the world that we're living in right now. So I just want to say that I appreciate you for that. I really do. Um, but I also appreciate the fact that you're you're also noting that we need to talk about this shit. <laughs> Yeah, and my, my other show is more kind of like a, a little bit more serious. So this one's kind of where, you know, topics that come in and out. It doesn't really matter. We're just kind of sh shooting the shit, you know, like uh, maybe this is where people get to know me a little bit more than on my other show. Although I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, you know, this is all new to me. So everyone listening in, I appreciate it. I think you should do more shows. You know, I, I definitely have enough ideas. Uh, it's funny because growing up, I've, I've always been just super shy, uh, really, really shy. Uh, but I'm going to say that the thing that got me out of my shell the most was me wanting to talk to girls. So because I wanted to talk to girls in eighth grade, I wanted to learn how to dance because I didn't know how to dance. And I am not going to put on a blonde wig for you, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> so then... I, uh, a couple of my friends knew kind of how to like break dance a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I want to hang out with you guys and learn what you guys are doing. So, <laughs> wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Hold, start break dancing. Break dancing? Break dancing. I break dance, break dance outside of Seriously? Time. But I would, I you, you couldn't get me to talk, but I performed in front of like 10,000 people, but you couldn't get me to talk. And then I started DJing but you can never get me to MC. And I DJed a lot of parties and weddings. And the most you could get me is like, hey, the the wife and her husband would like you to blah, 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 or we're having the dollar dance, but I would, here's the mic, take over. And then um, I, I couldn't get any jobs. So I started going to uh, TV show auditions living out here in Hollywood. And those were so embarrassing. And just being embarrassed and embarrassed and embarrassed. And then going to Toastmasters, uh, because I'm an introvert and all that. Just that whole thing has let me Oh, in. Toastmasters. Because oh. I wouldn't even be talking in front of this camera right now, in front of people, in front of an audience, if it wasn't for everything that's kind of come along, you know? It was like, at the time, who would have thought, you know? I'm not going to say it was just Toastmasters. It was everything, you know? I, I did even make some well, Span Spanish TV shows. I got flown to Miami. Um, they, they picked me up in a limo, paid for my food. It was all, I, I did like five Spanish TV shows. That was pretty cool. So now, now I'm actually curious uh, here, Luke. So can I ask you a, a very direct and, and somewhat personal question, if you don't mind? Sure. And uh, or, or we we can close this show out and take this to the green room, whatever you want. No, no, go go ahead. I'm I'm gonna say we got. I try to do this. We try to do this for an hour, so we got ten minutes to shoot it. All right, fair enough. But um, so are are you? What is what is your uh? What do you claim? Like, uh, did you consider yourself to be South American? And and if so, what 
particular area of that and how does that make you feel like i i want i want to get a little bit of background on you oh okay in particular uh, ray so i am mexican-american and i was born here and both of my parents came here legally and i think uh most people always expect just to hear what like oh so you're first generation immigrant. I'm like, no, both of my parents came over here, opened up a business. Uh, you know, right, right. And I'm, I'm, and actually, we, I just want to say that I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry no, for bringing that question up, but uh, it, it's coming from a place of, you know, you know, let's let's talk about your your, oh, your no, actual I, roots, I, really. Yeah, no, I, I I like that question. You know, these are certain topics that, you know, like. I think about or I thought about a lot and uh, I went to private school when I was younger and uh, I used to hate it when they used to tell me, oh, these are not things that is meant for you to know in your lifetime, which to me was like a cop out. It just basically means you don't know the answer. Oh, dude, I can stop bullshit. I hate it. Though. It's, it's just it's absolute horseshit because this entire country uh, all right, if we're going to be really brutally honest about it, it's this entire country was built off of the blood of the natives. And and we have built some sort of madcap um, perception of it on top of that. So I'm. this is something that's actually very near and dear to my heart. So I love diving into this because... Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go hardcore with it, if you don't mind. Can I drop an F-bomb? Go for it. I'm white, and I don't know fuck. <laughs> you know, um, I think it was last Friday I had the Native Runner on my show, a Native American uh, from the United States, and uh, – he, he's majoring in two things. He's uh, becoming a doctor, and he's also uh, 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 in history. And, uh, you know, I, I asked him kind of briefly. I'm like, so, uh, you know, I find it funny that, you know, you're Native American, Native American. and you took history. Like, how do you feel about being taught completely incorrect things? And uh, we talked about it a little, a little bit. Because it's funny still, you know, like... When I, when I went to school, I, taught, I was taught Christopher Columbus discovered America. And I just kind of knew that I was wrong even back then. And then uh, as I started looking into just the history of Mexico, then I discover, you know, Texas and California. And New Mexico was all part of Mexico. And that was nothing I was taught about it in school when I went to school. And then. Uh, oh, it's horrific. And then I kind of mentioned uh, how the correct map that we should all be using is called the Peters map, but we still don't use it. Uh, the Peters map displays the countries, the actual size that they are. Right now, I think it has to do with like the, the Christian or Catholic uh, countries are all bigger on the maps to show dominance. Uh, so that's why like Africa is small. That's why... Mexico, the country is smaller than the state of Alaska. Alaska is huge on the map um, and things like that. Um, so, you know, I only had one of these beers and it's pretty good. I did have a different type of beer. Earlier. So you're still on the culture vulture, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think I might have to have one more but oh that's the name of the other brewery it's called crowned and hops so they did they did a like a a combination with arrowhead lodge brewery because crown and hops is the one located in south central and arrowhead lodge is in covina now this one is black owned which that's kind of why we wanted to try this one uh ties a half black half mexican and uh and then uh so we were we don't really hear about black owned breweries and so we, we wanted to reach out to them and and 
But then they teamed up with Arrowhead Lodge, which is closer to where we live. So then that's where we grabbed the beer. So this is like a combination. And I, I heard they, they're doing more than one type of beer. So we're looking forward to Which is to a phenomenal beer. It, it, it really is for anyone else out there listening. Like I was lucky. I was lucky enough to track down this beer in the last six hours that I was in California. Like seriously, no, it's Ray. I, I, I didn't, I didn't get to tell you the story, but my brother and I, we went through three dip, different distributors over the course of five hours trying to find culture vulture and the pepper, Peppercorn and peaches. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, actually, I had seen this can before, but never tried it. There's another beer that they came out with, uh, and it's just the Arrowhead Lodge. I don't know if, if the Crown and Hops is collaborated with it, but it has Brett the Hitman Heart on it. And uh, being a huge WWE fan, uh, I definitely want to try that out. But on the next show, let's see here. Because I pretend like show. I didn't hear that, but okay. <laughs> you don't like WWE? <laughs> I I am not a wrestling guy, but not, if, he, uh, not if, even the classics. No, oh. no. Well, I have my well, reasons for that, though. Oh well, that's something we could uh, actually talk about as well. But um, the next one, I think, uh, and I'll, we'll, we'll, you know, I'll be posting it, but. Uh, Mexico Independence Day is September 15th. And so we were basically thinking about doing a beer review of the Mexican beer. There's so much Mexican beer. So we're probably just going to select, I don't know, maybe three to four and, and then go from there. Um, oh, there's so much Mexican beer that's not even spoken of. You know? That, yes. that's... And I, I want to touch on that. A Actually, bit. Can, can, can you, can you tap? Tap on me and bring me up as a producer for a moment because I, I am willing to go on video for j just a second. Yes. And I, that's something I want to talk about more on the show is uh, from what I've learned is uh, basically a bunch of Germans went over to Mexico and uh, they showed them how to mm. brew. And that's why. And I, I think it has to do with escaping from, uh, uh, you know, during the World War or maybe prior to that. But. That's why there's so many different types of Mexican beers. Ooh, I love that yeah. background. There's a lot out there that um, that we don't necessarily actually get a chance to experience ourselves. And the same can be said for a lot of regional beers. Um, but especially if you're talking about anything that's outside of the borders of the U.S., um, which yes. is a little frustrating. It it really is for me, at least for me. You know, um, I don't know if you if you have seen Victoria in your area. That that wasn't available like maybe five years ago. Uh, but they used to bring it over, and I used to drink it. And now it's available at the stores. That's a it's called Victoria's. S Victoria's. Yeah. Give me Victoria's. one second. It's a it's a yellow label. Um, the other one that is a. Uh, not available in United States, but I get my hands on it. It's called Paralitos. That's a really light beer, but that one's good as well. Mm -hmm. They also have a, a Tecate, but they got these. Oh, like, they got these yep. like hardcore. They're just like strong alcohol content Tecate. Not not like the ones you get here. I can't even think of the name of it right now. And so we'll nah, see. It's... Uh, what we can do for that day, but definitely we'll be doing the Mexican beer review on that day. You're on. You're on. You, you give me a full list on those, and I will find anything, oh. anything that's yes. within my region. The the Mexican beer is pretty like common, so uh, hopefully, uh, if you guys aren't doing so already, you can follow us at Drunks Podcast, and we will be listing the beer on there. It'll be common beer, so you should be able to get it anywhere, that Mexican beer. And then For any of my friends beer. listening and looking, look at my fingers and follow this guy. And uh, everybody for uh, listening in, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this uh, alternative, uh, different 
version without the co-host tie today uh, but at least uh, overall i'm going to give this beer a thumbs up um like i said I've, i haven't really made a beer i haven't liked so the culture vulture i like it uh the more i let it kind of sit the more i actually enjoy the the buzz it's giving it's uh because usually i mean this is still my first mug and i think usually in the one show i'm i'm chugging like on my third mug so overall i'm gonna give it a usually usually by this point you're done buddy so (laughs) (laughs) yeah overall i'm I'm doing very good but i i I went a little bit crazy on show uh show and tell i was like oh let let me show some of my workout toys um so i didn't even get to. no that was that oh no honestly that was great and um if I can steal the stage for just a second, Ray, like I think it would, it would be great if you could offer a grounded sense of um, self-care. You know, like if, if you're interested in taking care of yourself, but you work a schedule like me or, you know, you can't afford to go to a gym three nights a week, then, then finding like a, an in, even balanced way to, to get around that I think would be good for a lot of people. I, I agree with you, John, and uh, I'm definitely working on that. Uh, you know, uh, one of the reasons why I'm doing this is because I, I figured even though I'm an introvert, introvert, how can I really reach more people? And by talking to them, by them seeing me, by me, uh, little by little, as I keep talking more, be more brave to let them know that I was never an athlete in junior high. Well, we're going to work on that introvert in high school. Oh, we're yeah. going to work on that introvert, introvert part of you. Most definitely. But, uh, you know, I never was an athlete. I never was picked. I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't drafted. I wasn't looked at or anything like that. And yet everyone that uh, made fun of me or, basically said you can't run a marathon or your knees are going to hurt. Well, they're just sitting on the couch now, still criticizing and overweight. And I'm still running. My knees feel stronger. And a lot of people, whoa, it's because you're young. I'm 45 years old. I still play basketball against my son, who's 24. And when we go at it, it's not like we're just, we're going at it, father and son, my nephew too. Uh, when I do jujitsu, no one really cares about your age. They're just trying to choke the that living hell out of you. Uh, when so I do what boxing, you're telling me is I'm never going to be able to play a game of basketball with you. Got it. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. You could, but you know, father-son is different. Oh, pretty you know? sure. No. <laughs> it's a, that's a whole different animal. He He's trying to uh, – and that's what I'm saying. Like, I realize that if I don't keep in shape, he's going to pass me because – he passed me as far as height, like in, I think his sophomore year, he's like six, three, six, four. And I'm like six feet. And so he still can't beat me. I mean, he'll beat me like, he's probably beat me like four times, but overall, you know, I, I take it to him and I, I can't let up. And so my whole thing is just let people know you don't have to be a super athlete. You don't have to, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Rudy, where, uh, where the coaches. Uh, it's not the coach, it's the janitor. He's telling him, you're five foot nothing, a hundred nothing, and you got zero athletic ability. That's me. But with zero athletic ability, no talent, 54 marathons later, blue belt in jiu-jitsu, still playing with the big boys at 45. When I did the Nike three-on-three tournament, <laughs> I played with my nephews and all his friends. So uh, I'm not... I'm so, just telling child people. So that's inspiring and uplifting for for me in particular. I hope. Because I hope like so. I, like I, uh, you know, I've I've told you, I've told you what my work life is like, and it's it's pretty much nonstop. Um, but and at some to... point, you may have to. And sorry to cut you off, John, but you know, I was at Treasury Management, and I'm like, it's my health or money. And it was more my mental health. And I had to decide what what do I want? Do I want the money? Or do I want to like have, you know, less money and have that that mental freedom? So very true. 
but however, so many more moving parts in that statement than you realize. And we should get into that in another time, but we're not going to do it tonight. So Um, thank you, everybody, for joining in. Thank you, Ray, so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm, I was happy to to play Captain Fill in the Blanks with Ty tonight. Um, although I know he's going to be listening to this playback, so I'm going to say, Ty, where are you at, buddy? Just to give him hell. <laughs> and John, uh, thank you so much for ch- jumping in on stage and uh, just helping out as well anytime feedback on the beer and thank you everybody for listening in i hope you enjoyed the beer review uh, all the share and tell of it i did of my fitness equipment and i'll be going more into depth stephanie you weren't here when i mentioned that because of you i'm going to be showing a a workout uh, routine that everybody can do (laughs) zero equipment so i will be announcing that soon thank you everybody for uh, joining in to another episode of Drunk's Beer Review. Until next time, everyone have a great Monday night.